Hello, and welcome to the Leo Mike Radio Show. I hope you enjoy. L time, L time, L time. He's the L, he never fails. He'll make you want to sing it well. L. Welcome to the Hi. Lego Mike Rego Show. Hi, folks. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I've got the man, the myth, as we say here, the pisser. He's back again. Did you know I pissed? I don't know why I just coined that for you. You are the pisser. You will forever be known. Oh, I wanted to ask you about something oh, that I seen online. Told you that in confidence. <laughs> told you, I told you that in confidence. Please don't go spouting my business about pissing, bud. <laughs> so I I seen you uh, made a custom fretboard thing for a bench. Oh yeah, it was a little uh, bench somebody commissioned. That was dude. That was sick. Right that blew me Thanks. away. Was it hard Thanks. getting the uh, dimensions um, right for the fretboard? Dude, I yeah, I spent hours measuring uh, and doing all kinds of math trying to get get a scale length going. But yeah, um, yeah, the person wanted like a music themed or guitar themed bench, and uh, we were thinking of different ways to do it. I mean, I think this this one turned out kind of plain, but I'm still proud of the fretboard. Yeah, when I seen that, I didn't notice the fretboard at first until I read the actual post, and I was like, oh my god. Dude just gets more talented by the day. Or, well, you already were talented <laughs> at that, but... Thanks. Still. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were thinking about putting, like, some old guitar hardware on it, like, you know, because I have a shitload of guitar parts laying around. But I didn't really know how to... Or I didn't take the time anyway to figure out how I would incorporate them without making it uncomfortable to sit on. Oh. So, I was thinking of different things. I could have done like f holes somewhere or something, but I don't know. We just kind of agreed up, agreed on the fretboard idea after I thought of it and figured it'd be pretty easy to do. I mean, it ended up being harder than it should have been, but it was gotcha. pretty cool. I I had fun doing it, and I was proud when it was done. It turned out amazing, man. I bet Thanks. it feels comfortable too. Because um, because uh, you can't tell by the picture, but the dots aren't just like painted on or something they're actually inlays oh like on, a, like on a real fretboard damn um and then i sl i slotted the uh the frets and everything damn how long did it take you uh it took me a few hours to get it all measured out and marked the way i wanted and I kept uh, like erasing and sanding and starting over and adjusting all my lines and stuff. Uh, but then only took me a few minutes to cut all the lines. I just set the stop, the, the little depth stop on the chop saw and uh, zipped through those. I already, I marked and I used a Forstner bit to drill the inlay holes. And then um, I was going to use, I was just going to cut a dowel into, you know, appropriately sized pieces for the inlays but i actually had some of those uh hole plugs that you might use to cover like you know furniture holes for you know to hide the screws when you put furniture together yeah i got so you. i yeah so i had some of those hole plugs and i just painted them white and i i glued and i press fit them in there and then putting the putting the actual bench together um was pretty straightforward oh okay 
so basically what I'm understanding is it took you way shorter of a time than I was thinking. <laughs> well, there was a long wait because we were waiting for the uh, the parts for the arms, the arms and legs that are kind of a unit, and then we just add two by fours. What was your favorite part about working on it? Definitely the hard part, the uh, the fretboard part. That was my favorite part. Um, we've, we've built a few more, actually, uh, in the, the years past. We built one for a realty office in town, and we built two of them for the post office. Oh, nice. Uh, how, um... Because it reminds me, how, how, how's your uh, plan for the alligator coming along? Oh, yeah, I haven't touched any of that project <laughs> in, since the last time we talked about it, probably. Oh, wow. <laughs> I got well, so it is coming along, then. Kind of. No, not at all. I haven't touched it since we oh. last talked about the idea. All right, because like, I, I know we I uh, mentioned it. Uh, we mentioned it once or twice. Right. So I'll say this is our uh, first episode. Well, I, I, it's so weird because I still treat it like the Half Brain, Half Brother podcast. But this is, I guess, my slash our first episode on Spotify, and I am really excited about that. I'm deciding to take the uh, podcast in a more audio direction inside of video and audio just to kind of fit. Um, But I'm thinking eventually as the episodes come out, I'll make custom artwork based on what the episode has. And I don't know if you have, you know, because I just told you about Spotify, but I updated the intro for uh, the Spotify versions. Well, nice. It's on Amazon music and some other places too, but um, instead of being welcome to the Lego Mike Grego show, I uh, used a voice modulator, and now it's a uh, robotic female voice going, "Welcome to the Lego Mike Grego show. I hope you enjoy." Nice. I don't know why. Since we started working on, I well, I started working on the the wedding song. I I've been in a really space robot portal vibe. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> So, uh, I, 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 as I mentioned before, uh, no way, I had a story for you I wanted to mention. Have I ever mentioned the time that I, uh, pinched, me and my nephew pinched our nuts in a pogo stick? That sounds like the opposite of what, uh, you're supposed to do with a pogo stick. We were, it was like our second time, so we, down in Nevada, we were visiting family, and we found this pogo stick, my cousin's had, we were playing with it, we were having a bunch of fun, seeing who could do it faster, higher, and then we found out my other cousin had when we came back to, to where we live, <laughs> and, um, the pogo stick that they have over here, over down there, had a plastic guard to make sure you don't, like, hit anything, but this one up here did not. It was a. Uh, it's actually a pretty standard pogo stick. I've seen a lot of people with it. It was pink and green handles, pink and green uh, foot th- uh, foot things, footholds, and black ba- black bars all along it. Um, and we just kind of pushed ourselves a little too close. And at first, I did it, and then my nephew took a turn, and he did it next. <laughs> so. Wow. The t- the uh the topic actually have you ever had anything happen like that that you want to talk about uh not uh, other than what happened recently i mean it what it didn't happen to that part of my body but i i oh, did accidentally 
Yeah, my thumb. I don't. Did we mention it on the last podcast? Um, I know you and I mentioned it slightly. I know we've talked about it, but I don't don't know if we were on uh, on podcast. I'm not sure. I just dropped my phone on the floor. Well, I'll just recap real quick. I accidentally cut my thumb to the bone, and I severed a nerve, which is a pain in the ass because now I can't feel my thumb, so it feels like it doesn't exist. Yeah, the ass nerve in your thumb, man. It's I can when understand. I, yeah, when I got sliced, it sounded like a like a shook up soda can being opened. It was like, ooh. God, that, oh, I can't even imagine what that felt like. Oh, yeah. And you said you can't feel anything now, right? Right. Jeez. I mean, I get, like, phantom pain sometimes, but I don't, like, I can put my thumb on, you know, a table or something, and it doesn't feel like I'm even touching it. That's crazy, man. I can't, I can't even imagine what that feels like. Well, I guess it feels like nothing. Yeah, yeah, kind of. It feels weird. Like it feels like nothing, and it also feels weird, like uncomfortably weird. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, I guess like like when you see something gory in a movie, and it makes like something in your ankle twitch or something. You know what I mean? It makes your toes curl. Say that last oh, part I, again. I, you cut out a little on my end. Uh, <clears throat> like if you see something disturbing on a movie or something, and it like either makes your toes curl or it makes oh yeah in your. Something in your Achilles heel twitch or feel weird. Yeah. It's like that, that kind of weird feeling. Ugh. And so I guess now I'll take the this episode towards the direction of a topic. Things that some people consider bad that we consider good. Do you have any that you'd like to bring up for this discussion? Off the top of my head, no, but I know I have lots of them. Um, there are a lot of so hopefully I'll hopefully I'll think of some as we get going. There's a lot of people who uh refuse to give this a shot, but I love it. Macaroni and tomato juice. It's as simple as it sounds. It's elbow macaroni boiled, mixed with tomato juice, and you add garlic, salt, pepper, Parmesan cheese, whatever you want to it. And it's cheap, very affordable, and it is so delicious. But whenever I tell people about it, like what macaroni and tomato juice? But it's like it's I think pasta the, and tomato juice. Like it, the that's... people, the people who don't like it grew up with way too much money. I mean, maybe, but at times it seems I mean, like it, some of the people I know, do, do, I don't know, grew up similar situations. It, it's, it's certainly not bad at all, and also it's it's something that smart parents learn, you know, to make with few means few ingredients and little money yeah and it's you literally get one of my favorite foods to eat you know another similar thing that's like a you know kind of poor families scraping by meal is um uh milk with beef and like green beans i know that meal i never ate it but i do know that meal because as you know i'm very picky when it comes to vegetables yeah yeah, I don't know why, just to me, every vegetable tastes like garbage. Jeepers. Yeah, I don't know why. Apparently, I used to devour them like crazy, and then sometime after my grandpa died, I just couldn't eat them anymore. Um, Bad, that's good. I'm trying to think. So, there's also movies that like most people would consider bad that are enjoyable, but I there's a decent amount of people that enjoy movies like that, so it's kind of hard to say they're bad anymore, to a degree. Yeah. Um, 
I'd say this was considered bad until recently, but there's people who use uh, the amount of bass you use in a song to basically create new sounds. And there's actually some really good music out there. First, it was kind of like for Mimi ear rape stuff, but then they started using those sounds to actually create really beautiful, sometimes epic sounding music. I don't know if hmm. you've heard of any of it. Yeah, I'm sure I have. One of my favorite ones I've actually introduced somebody to is uh, Mup. I, I don't know too much about who they are or what they you know, stand for, but they make a lot of music that's very bassy, very these cool electronic sounds. I wouldn't call it dubstep in the slightest. It's, I don't know, it's a lot of people doing it now. Just a new type of music out there. Um... Oh, I'm trying to think, man. Uh, I I thought this would be easier to come up with stuff for this topic. <laughs> Have you, uh... Damn, I really don't know what to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> huh. How you liking being on, being on Spotify? Uh, well... This will be the first episode actually on there, but I've been pretty excited. I've had a couple of viewers so far, and it's getting more—it's getting me out there more, reaching more people. Um, there's actually only two episodes instead of the three that were recorded out right now, because of a decision I had to make that I felt was best for moving it to a different platform. It, it's staying on YouTube, but I cut the episode with Dante because of. His audio being very bad and having some problems. <laughs> like, um, I I just don't. I think it was his mic he was using. It was all right, but it would suddenly have like these weird. I don't even know if that's picking up, but sound, and I just couldn't. I figured that wasn't good. I'm like Dustin is kind of loud compared to you, so you're kind of quiet in his, but it's more manageable, and I think it's okay. Because you're still yeah. you you you're still understandable and everything. How are uh? Yeah, it's good. To, guess it's good to do a little sound check before you start recording. Um, yeah. Well, no. Well, I, I, mean, I, I, that, I that, knew... or, that or output just output separate audio tracks, then you can adjust them all later. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd have to find a way to like you're separate from me. But I don't know how to separate you and Dustin exclusively from each other. And I also know how to, uh, I, I did turn Dustin down a little, but I don't know. His audio was just very, very strange to work with. Yeah. Um, I also like this, I guess we're just going to talk about stuff that's updating with life, I guess. I'm learning to play the keyboard, which is pretty interesting. I've got the keys down. I've kind of got the finger motions going. Right now, it's just learning to play. And the reason I'm doing this is because I'm actually going to be playing a song with Al here. Well, not at the wedding, but we're making a song for my fiance. She knows about it, but the final product is going to be a big surprise. Did uh, you have any ideas possibly for the song? Because we're just mishmashing, talking a little bit. I'm not sure. I'd really have to hear like a full demo, so I don't, so I can you know 
try to deliver what your uh, vision is. Do you think uh, the podcast would be a good place to, to to tell you a little bit about it, read it out a little bit? Uh, maybe unless you'd rather, you know, not give it all away on a... Well, there's you know, a lot. There's a lot being changed. Oh, that's right. I, I, we're also, also, I also have I, no uh, idea when, I'd, when I would be able to, uh, you know, do anything with it or think about it and stuff. Yeah, that's true. I'll read the parts that I plan on changing then. So it's a, it was originally a mix of rap and singing, and I'm changing the rap parts because I just don't like them in there. And you're going to hear how cringy this sounds. So I seen a red planet in the distance. Seemed like a baddie, so I minded my business. Then Mission Control said, Astronaut, we need you to investigate. And that's how I got myself a cosmic date. <laughs> nice. And originally, like, the way I planned it going was, I seen a red planet in the distance, saw from a distance. Seemed like a baddie, so I minded my business. Minded my goddamn business. The Mission Control said, Astronaut, we need you to investigate. Investigate, okay. That's how I got myself a cosmic date. Maybe more like that voice, like Cosmic Date. Hmm. But obviously that's not what I'm trying to go for. That doesn't sound romantic. That sounds kind of the opposite of what I would be going for. Right. And I also have a cool section for the... Uh, um, Because she knows about this, too. It's a section between... You know Morgan, right, Al? Yeah. So she's my she's my little sister, and she actually introduced me and my fiance. So she'd be mission control and be like, uh, "Mission control, come in." Yes, astronaut. Something's coming over the horizon. Well, what is it? I think yes. I think it's a love song, <laughs> and that'd be the intro for it. <laughs> nice. Singing has been kind of rough because I. I hate the sound of my own voice, so I'm constantly second-guessing what I'm recording to send to you. <laughs> and, like, I I don't know. I guess I'm just... I, I appreciate your opinion when it comes to music because of how much I think of great artist you are. Jeepers. And so I just want to send quality stuff to you so you can work with it because I want it... I know you're going to make whatever I give you perfect. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> well, I, I I really don't want to put pressure on you. It's just I I don't know. When it comes to music, I hold your opinion and your skills to a high degree, just because I I don't know. It's not even just because you're my brother. It's just I think you're an amazing musician, just in general. I'm think... flattered. Can you smell anything? <laughs> I don't smell anything. Can't be your shit, cause it don't stink. Speaking of shit, a little off topic. I, I was uh, <laughs> we talked shit. about this. I think I think we talked talked about this a little bit with Dustin. But like, I was watching videos of like monkeys throwing shit at girls at the zoo. Yes. There was this one. There's this one with this Australian guy's narrating it, and he's it just it was just awesome because he's like, and you can see he's got a nice piece of shit right there. It's got a nice piece of shit right there, mate. He's throwing that shit all over the place, laddie. Stop. He's got his shittery do. <laughs> you need to stop. Go to bed. Yeah. 
Um, how, uh, no, because I think I, I always ask you, like, how's your plans coming for YouTube and stuff like that, but I know some of it's best kept private because when you drop that stuff, it is great. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I've mostly kind of given up, actually. Oh, really? That. Yeah. Long time ago, really. Oh. Especially at, today was kind of a nail in the coffin because today was the last window I had to do this month's video for my uh, New Year's resolution, and I wasn't able to get one done today. So that's. Do you think that might be the end for Headfirst Humanity's YouTube channel? Well, for that part of it, at least. Well, it's just the end of trying for a while, taking it seriously. Gotcha. Because I was, I was at least holding myself, you know, accountable to get something up every month at least. And when I could do more, then that's great. But it just sucks, you know, that I missed. Just about missed a month. Um, I actually, while we've been talking, I've been uploading a quick cop out. Uh, I'm not talking about uh, Head First Humanity, by the way. I'm talking about my main channel, the other one. But Al's Control Room. Yeah. Oh, that's is that what that, is that what it's on? That's the one that's most promising where I'm getting all the views and stuff. Oh, but, that's um, where you're showing your gear and everything. Yeah, so I, I missed out uh this month. So I quickly actually just now I uploaded a cop out just to upload something. It's something that's unrelated to the channel, but I uploaded a song just so there was, you know, something this month. But um if I yeah, if I would have not uploaded anything, that would have really bummed me out. And I could always pick it up next month, but it's not the same because I was trying to hold myself to, uh, you know, accountability. Yeah. I mean, but. if it makes you feel better, I'm not entirely sure what I'm putting out is quality. It's, it's I wouldn't say it's also quantity. It's I'm somewhat happy with it. There's some mistakes in the videos I'm making, but I'm making gaming content again by myself without guests. It's actually been pretty fun. I've been pretty happy with what I've been doing. I just wish I could have more time to edit, make good edits, stuff like that. And then I've also been yeah. uploading more shorts. They're kind of sporadic, but I've been pretty pretty happy with it. Nice. Yeah, the, the Gear Channel is the closest I ever had to any kind of like success or reward from uh, making content. Because I actually got a lot of feedback and people asking questions, and I was able to help them out, and it's been that's been pretty cool, you know, compared to anything else I've done, really, with where everything else was diminishing returns or or none at all. Yeah, I wish I could afford to hire an editor. I think that's what my main issue that I'm personally actually, is. Uh, the coolest thing about the Gear Channel, um, here's a, a little story that actually goes back. Quite a few years. I'll go over every single day of the the years that this story goes back, oh, um, hour by uh, hour by hour. Actually, so anyway, the the short story is I uh, I'm a huge fan of this very obscure guitar company that doesn't exist anymore that has a cult following and they're legendary amongst the people who know about them. And uh, I'm not gonna say the name of the company right now, but um. Anyway, they're really, really rare and hard to come by. Only about 500 were ever made, and that was decades ago. And um, I, I had a friend on uh, one of the forums who I built a pen pal ship with over the years. 
And uh, after a while, he mentioned to me he knew somebody. He was helping his friend find a buyer for his uh, couple of these guitars um, from that company. And the serial number of one of them was 1111. And I was all set to work on, you know, to save up and, and buy it. Like, I had dibs on that. But um, my friend, who was the middleman, kind of was going through a period where he wasn't able to be on the internet a lot. Just, you know, life was getting in the way a lot for him. So he just, you know, couldn't spend a lot of time on the computer and, and uh, check up with me and stuff. So we didn't get to ever actually, like, settle the deal or anything. So his friend ended up selling the guitar you know, some other way. And, uh, so they were gone. Eventually, by chance, I made a video, I, I ended up actually getting one after all, not, not that one, but another guitar from that company. And I made a video on it. Uh, cause there aren't many videos on that brand at all on YouTube. And a viewer actually commented and offered me, you know, a deal on a, he had one to, that he was interested in selling me. And I asked about it, and it was serial number 1111, the one that I was supposed to buy years ago. Wow. So it found its way back to me after all. And, like, we had no connections, no, like, like nobody, you know, our, we didn't come into contact with any, with each other. And, like, he didn't know that I was already interested in that guitar before, and I didn't know who bought it. Just somehow that, that exact person happened to find me. Uh, you know, by chance, and offer me my my guitar, dude. That is freaking amazing. I, I've never you never told me that story before. That is so freaking cool. <laughs> yeah. So so to most people watching, especially with my monotone, it's probably not very interesting. But I mean, that story means a lot to me because it's just I just find it fascinating. No, I can tell it means a lot to you. I because <laughs> I I've gotten more used to your voice, so I can hear that passion you have when you talk. <laughs> And you hear that, viewers? That means you better watch more of Al's content so you can understand the pride and joy he feels right now. Right. I wish I yeah. had a cool story so, like that, but I don't. So so I have two guitars now from that company. Um, and the other one has also a pretty cool story, but it, this, I guess it's not as relevant as the one I just told because that has to do with... That story is because of YouTube. So, so that one's cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't but, necessarily say this is the same thing. Oh, nope, sorry, go ahead. Well, funny enough, the other one that I have that's not the one from that beautiful story is actually my favorite. Um, the one that I got first instead of the one I was supposed to get first. You ever think about even writing a tiny little a little ditty about that? I don't know, the fact that it makes, it's called 1111 is like sticking out in my mind. <laughs> yeah, maybe... Um, I was actually thinking of doing. I was. I was thinking about making some references to it. You know, references to uh, that guitar at least, or that company. Make a wish, dream a dream. She made her way back to me. No, yeah, they're, they're my they're my favorite guitars I've ever played, and it, it's too bad they don't still make them. I mean, I'm I'm kind of glad because it makes mine special and it makes me special for owning them. But um, my special like it's, little it's, guy. It's just too bad that like if I were ever famous. Or something, I know that that's not a brand that I could have like an endorsement deal with and have like my signature model and stuff because it's a brand that doesn't exist anymore. But I'm really proud to own them, they're just the most amazing ever. <laughs> my favorite possessions, just about.
Al, you know what's uh, kind of funny? I'm just realizing. What's that? This episode marks the the third episode, just like Half Brain Half Brothers. This will this be the final episode that you appear on? The it's prophecy just a... <laughs> <laughs> must be fulfilled. Yeah, it's a self fulfilling prophecy now. Because I'm thinking, didn't we only do three on HBHB too? Well. Well, I think we we I know we recorded more than we actually uploaded. Like, didn't we record like two more? Did we? I didn't something get corrupted too. I think one of them got I corrupted. Yes. I Oh, are you talking about the original 3 on my channel? Maybe. Well, cuz there were definitely two that got corrupted. Yeah, so that's that's probably what I'm thinking of then. Where we talked about our favorite it was, scary it was like, movies. It was like one of our first ones was like the best one cuz it was fresh and we had all these ideas. And we had, like, such a good long conversation, and the file got corrupted, and then, like, we were trying to recapture that with the next one and try to think back to what we were saying before. Yeah. I don't know why this story just popped into my head, but you ever, like, accidentally hurt somebody, but, like, it was their fault, but you kind of got blamed for it? Definitely. I forget how old I was. I want to say maybe 13. My cousin was trying to, like, climb on my back. And eventually she fell backwards off my back and smacked her head into the corner of a, of a, of a wall. But it's like, it was like an entrance, like a, that kind of, an actual corner sticking, like protruding. And she had to get her head stapled shut. Jeez. I I, I remember. Oh, go ahead, sir. I would say years later, though, coincidentally, she got her revenge indirectly by me needing staples in my head. (laughs) Well, um, I was I was at a I was like I don't know seven, and I was at a kid's birthday party who was a little younger than me, and uh, this other kid was there who was being a dick to the the birthday kid, and um, like he was like, actually it's my birthday. He was like, like uh, I don't know, he was being an ass, and I was like, no, dude, it's not, it's his birthday, and he like turned over and like was. I don't know, like starting to jump at me or something or whatever. I don't know. He was just getting really excited or whatever and kind of going toward me. And he ended up uh, getting a nosebleed. Just, you know, like people, some people just do. Uh, And it was really embarrassing because people thought that I like, you know, beat him up or something. That sucked. Yeah, it, it does, because to this day, people remember it that way. Um, I know, just kind of backtracking a little bit, but... So, the keyboard I have, you know whose it was, right? Yeah. So, growing up, I dad always used to play that a lot, and I was always like, man, I really want to learn keyboard and get into it. I want to wonder where like dad got his from. So, it's kind of like really cool that I wound up with his completely by accident too it's one of the few things of his that even survived and made it because like one thing i've always wanted to try to figure out what happened to was his 9-11 beret but Ah. at least i got his piano some photos of him as a kid where you and him look like twins (laughs) yeah it's true yeah the keyboard was one of the things he uh promised he would give me before alzheimer's like made him forget dad had alzheimer's that's what he told me Oh, he never told me. But yeah, he was telling me about sense. this keyboard. He's telling me about this keyboard that he wanted me to have, and I remember one day 
I called him. I was like, hey, I could possibly, I might be able to come up to that area, and uh, I could probably swing by and get that. And he's like, oh, I got rid of it. I was like, what? Did he tell you he gave it to me? Yeah. The thing was, it was only, he was supposed to lend it to me until he got found a place, and then he never found a place. Mm. And then things just got kind of bad between us. We sort of lost connection a little bit, but he never, he one time, apparently while I was at work, came by and asked for it back, and then <laughs> he decided not to take it. Huh. Because I also, like, I have, like, I have photos of our uh, nephews and stuff. Well, nephew. I don't think the other was born either. Were born yet? Um, and like some of his, I have his Bible stuff like that. And he was always supposed to get it back, and just never. When he finally came by for it, he never took any of it back, and I still don't know why. Because there were people here that could have easily given it to him who knew where it was. So yeah, it's also kind of special to me that. I'm learning to play that keyboard for something this meaningful to me. I've actually, uh, I brought dad to, uh, Thea's baptism. It was kind of weird, though, because my mom just hands me dad in a bag. I bet he was pretty quiet throughout the whole thing. Yeah, he sat perfectly still. It was kind of crazy. Normally, he's kind of a little rowdy. <laughs> that was pretty cool, though. The baptism. Yeah. She's a Christian. I now pronounce thee Theodore Christian. <laughs> it's customary for the godparents to get them an ornament for the Christmas tree. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll make them do that. That's right. I mean, unless, if the godparents are a couple, then yes. If it's two separate people that aren't, like, a couple, then the godmother gives them an ornament. You know, since I got her here, hey, if if we ever have another kid, would, am I picking the, the, the other set of godfathers again? And you pick the godmother? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, Al, we have, we have a kid, another kid, would you, would you want to be one of the godfathers? Perhaps. You it'd be you and my nephew Jacob. Two godfathers? Yeah. I already have two godfathers for Thea. I don't want to be a gay godfather. There'd be a, there'd be a godmother. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's Morgan and my two nephews are Thea's godmother and fathers. Nice. My cousin Darren was almost a godfather, but he didn't want to do it. Just like the best man position. He didn't want to do it. <laughs> man, we really gotta get together sometime. I hope I hope someday soon we can get out to you. Yeah, that'd be pretty neat. I think once I get my muffler replaced, that'd be the perfect time. Which shouldn't be too long. Then we can record some skits. Yeah, we can go snowboarding and stuff. Oh, we're doing it in winter? No, nah, I'm just joking about... Okay, I guess I say, because you might have to drive me home because I'm going to break something. 
I'm just joking about the mystery of where I live. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you have to, like, blindfold me again, because trying to drive myself blindfolded was kind of hard. Yeah, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. I drove myself blindfolded to Al's position. Here's his exact coordinates, by the way. X42. <laughs> <laughs> Longitude, N042. <laughs> I don't know how any of that works. I'm trying to think. You got any other ideas for conversation? I do not. Well, I, th I guess I guess we can call it a close here. I think we had some pretty good conversation, all things considered. Already. Well, I'd like to thank you all for watching. Al, would you like to give them a parting of words? I would also like to thank you all for watching, and I hope you have a good night. Unless you're watching this any other time of the day, then I don't really care how it goes. <laughs> nah, nah, I hope you have a good day, folks. Thanks for watching. And now, following tradition, this will be the last time the Half Brain Half Brothers appear together on this podcast. So, the world you know, randomly, he vanished. He vanished. The Alvatar, master of all four instruments. <laughs> uh, but no, I hope we can have you back. Honestly, I think you might be my most recurring guest, since that's already seeming to be how it's going. <laughs> I'll, I'll be just, I'll be like that, that reliable. I forget the reference that I'm trying to make. Jamie, like, call that up. Like one of the, one of the talk show hosts has like a certain celebrity that they'll call back if like, you know, things aren't interesting. They'll just get the one guy because they know he's gonna show up and like make it cool or whatever. Didn't Conan do that with Norm Macdonald a couple times? That's exactly what I was thinking of. That's that's what it was. <laughs> it was Norm Macdonald. <laughs> a couple of gays, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what? You want to you want to say that joke as the the send off? I don't remember it by heart with all the intricate detail. Oh, I, I, me either. It's like I'm a critical thinker. It's like, oh no, no okay. Do you have a dog? Like, like I remember like what happens, but I don't remember the clever, subtle wording throughout that makes it funny because it's all about the build up. So uh, I'm a critical thinker. Do you do you know what a critical thinker is? Yes, sir. So it's basically about making good decisions. So do you have a cat? This it's not about making good decisions in this uh in the shh, joke. Shh, shh, shh. It's about he's able to deduce from certain facts about people other facts about them that they haven't revealed. Okay, okay. <laughs> do you have a cat? I don't remember what his response was. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. You're welcome. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye.